What's up, y'all? Welcome to Ask Father Josh, the podcast where you get to send me your questions. I listen to them, pray with them, and hopefully respond in such a way that it's helpful for you in your walk toward eternity and your walk toward becoming a saint. On today's show, it's going to be a special Advent slash Christmas, whenever it airs, special. And uh, and I have one of my best friends on with us today. Uh, she needs no introduction. So, best friend... Uh, <laughs> People are just going to have to guess, I guess. All right, yeah. so... Um, gonna make, it's like 20 questions? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, okay uh, what color is your habit? Gray. And um, how do you like your coffee? Uh, I like strong coffee that's dark with a little bit of half and half in it. That sounds... <laughs> okay, all right. And uh, what do you... Which gospel do you like the most? Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? Oh, that's a good question. I I like John and Luke the most. I know you said favorite, but I chose two because I can. John and Luke, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Not yeah. the other two are dead to me by any means, but like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, all right, and I bet our listeners know you're. They're not our listeners. <laughs> Don't get twisted. This is my podcast. This ain't no abiding together. Ain't, oh. ain't, ain't nobody abiding with y'all. This is Ask Father Josh. So you fall back, all right. Um, but yeah, my special guest is Sister Miriam James. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Hi, listeners of Father Josh's show that are not our listeners. Apparently. <laughs> there are certain we can't share <laughs> listeners. All right. Like we, 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 we can't do that. So uh, no, but she has a great show at Biden together with Michelle and Heather. She also has an awesome book, Loved As I Am. And uh, she's just one of the most uh, anointed brides of Christ uh, who is currently alive. Uh, I think there are some some more anointed ones in heaven, like more anointed than you. I mean, uh, like Mother Teresa, Saint Teresa, Saint Therese, like way more than you. But you're you're anointed for earth. Thanks, Father. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that a, it's like a backhanded compliment? I'm not really sure what just happened, but that's okay. <laughs> She's like all of a sudden she has like beef with these saints in heaven. Like I don't want to read story of a soul, uh, but uh, yeah. So so today's show we're instead of doing like questions and uh, stuff like that, we're just gonna do uh, our favorite things. Right? Uh, it's the sound of music song. It sounds something like this. These are a few of my favorite things. Jesus and Mary and Joseph is too. Those are my people that are in my crew. Heaven is singing and angels and saints. They want to walk with me. Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we're going to talk about our favorite things. I'm not singing it, though. Can I just say that many years ago I was on your radio show and you guys trying to make me rap live mm. um, on the air, which that wasn't happening. So you didn't yeah, rap? I don't I remember didn't. that. I, I remember your your picture on my phone though is still the same with you wearing those headphones from that radio show back in the day. So actually, I tell you what, to have some kind of continuity with the other shows, yeah. I think we should do a glory story. Okay. All right. So hit the music. <laughs> So no, Sister Miriam's in town right now. She's doing a parish mission for me. And so my glory story this week, I think it, it would have to be uh, yesterday when we went to Tunica Hills. My, our friend, Father Ruben, decided he was going. So for the listeners, y'all know Father Ruben. I've talked to him before. Um, as you all know, I'm directionally challenged. I have a GPS that gets me around my own neighborhood. Around your house. But around my own house. I mean, I, I like I can't find a bathroom sometimes. I'm like, I gotta I gotta use the bathroom, I can't find it. <laughs> GPS, Alexa, where's the bathroom? And uh and so yeah, so Father Ruben is more directionally able than I am. 
However, nice that was nice. But I mean, y'all know the story. By the time the airport, whenever like we, he almost got us arrested because uh, he broke into customs and all that stuff, or where and he, what he, he broke the uh, the border. Mm-hmm. And um, but anyways, long story short, uh, yesterday we wanted to go hiking, uh, and uh, Father Ruben said, "Look, if you just get on the interstate, like I'll get us there." And I said, "Okay, great, cool." And uh, he definitely put in the wrong address, uh, but. It was a glory store because I just it, it gave us time to just hang out. We and ended up in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> we, like we went to a different state. We got to the border. We actually went to the border this time. Uh, it was a long drive, uh, but it, it, it was great. And we got to uh, you got to listen to us sing "The Colors of the Wind" by Pocahontas, uh, <laughs> which I believe you participated in a little bit. It may have happened. We can't confirm nor deny that rumor. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, only in heaven. In, in heaven. So if y'all want to know. Uh, whether or not Sister Miriam saying with me and Father Ruben the colors of the wind, then you got to become a saint in heaven. And in heaven, everything that was done in the dark will come to the life, right? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, that's like, no, that's the end of the world, right? It's like, <laughs> I failed that course in scripture class, my bad. Sorry, Dr. Petrie. I wasn't paying attention that day. I had a headache that day. And I <laughs> All right, so what's your glory story? Well, I do have to say that um, it's very beautiful, as I'm sure you know, Father Josh, that the Lord does beautiful things in just people's hearts. And so yesterday at the parish mission, after the first night of the parish mission, a woman um, came up to me and just very beautifully said that she started listening to your podcast. And then from your podcast, started listening to ours at Abiding Together, and that she, through the grace of the Lord Jesus, she came back to the church after 30 years of being away, and that she um, went to confession and came back in the full community of the church, and now she's having her marriage convalidated in February after being married for 18 years outside the church. So she just said, I want you to know that, you know, the Lord is doing beautiful things. And so when we hear things like that, like, you know, you give your small, you know, you sow the seed, but like the Lord does something beautiful with it. So I think hearing amazing stories like that of how God's grace is touching people is just really humbling, you know? Yeah, that was extremely beautiful um, meeting her last night. What a gift. What a gift the ways that the Lord can use us. It's always nice too, whenever we get to see the fruit, because we don't Mm -hmm. always see the fruit. Um, of how God has used us to draw people to relationship with Him in the sacrament, so that was that was definitely a glorious story. So, mm-hmm. I uh, I confirm I confirm that mm-hmm. that, that glorious story. Mm-hmm. These are a few of our favorite things. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so the way that today's show is going to go is we're just going to talk about our favorite things, uh, as the song says we would and are going to do. How about you ask me what my favorite thing is first, and I'll ask you. How about that? What is your, ooh, how about, what's your favorite Christmas memory, Father Josh? Your favorite Christmas memory. My favorite Christmas. See, you go all deep. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what you did at the Abiding Together conference in Canada. Like, we went all deep, and I was like, I don't don't know. I have to, like, sit and, like, pray with this stuff. Yeah. Uh, favorite Christmas memory, uh, mm, ah, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I don't know off yeah. the top of my head. Mm-mm, I don't know. Okay. I, I loved Christmas as a, as a kid for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? I mean, it's, yeah. Mm, I remember getting a gift one time. It was like a piano, but one of the pianos, like the little kid kind that you can carry in your hand. What, a keyboard. <laughs> also known as. As a keyboard. And uh, it wasn't like a really a real keyboard because you hit hit it and it played music for you. <laughs> okay, yeah. 
<laughs> that was a great Christmas to wake up to, getting that gift. Uh, but I, I did used to love, we used to always go to Christmas um, Midnight Mass. So did we, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was my favorite thing was to go to Midnight Mass, and then when we came home, we got to open up a present. Yes, and so did Y'all we. did, yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, just one. You could choose one. Yeah, exactly, yes, yeah. yeah. And so I knew exactly uh, the one I wanted to pick. And uh, yeah, so that was great. Yeah, so th- that was part of my favorite memories as a family going to Midnight Mass and then coming back and, and opening that one gift up. Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then the first year, I, I bought my brothers a gift because I decided to be selfless one year, and I was like, I'm going to buy them a gift. Mm-hmm. But I bought them gifts that I actually wanted myself, <laughs> and I knew they wouldn't want. And, and so I was like, I was like, Merry Christmas. And they're like, we don't want that. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like it was like a the law of, was it the law of gradualism like I was like I was getting there you know like I'm, yeah. I'm almost there not there yet mm-hmm. so what about you what was your favorite Christmas outside of going to that mass and uh opening one gift um I think that as a little kid there's something really beautiful I still love um I just still love Christmas and I love lights and just the beauty of it and decorating the tree and you know, as a little kid, you you go under the tree and you take the packages and you shake them and you try to guess what they are and, and your mom asks you, you know, what Santa like what what you know what do you want Santa to bring you and I think those magical times when after after midnight mass we would come home and have cinnamon rolls mm. and then just have like hot cocoa and cinnamon rolls and we would open our present but and then waking up as a child and seeing all the gifts under the tree and I think. There's just something really, um, just really beautiful about that. Like those are tender memories. I think I, as an adult, probably one of my favorite Christmas memories is when we lived in Rome, Italy, and going to Midnight Mass at the Vatican, which mm. was really special. Also, of just seeing the Universal Church and celebrating Christmas with the Holy Father. But yeah, it's just a beautiful time. It's very different than Easter, obviously. But there's something, um, yeah, just very tender and special. And it is, you know, it's the season where we do remember the poverty of Christ and the littleness and remembering that the kingdom of heaven is for the children. So that's the God calling us to become childlike, you know? That's beautiful. Least favorite Christmas memory. (laughs) My dad. No, not my dad. I love my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Not my dad. I love my dad's more than just Christmas. No, my dad, when we were growing up, he would, um, we put up lights and, um, he would like, so growing up, in the '80s, it was like the big bulbs, like the like oh, the, yeah. which is great, right? Mm-hmm. They were plain lights. They, were so old. they they didn't like, yeah, I know. Like I'm super old, right? I'm at my 30s now. Before LED Christmas lights, I mean, like whoa. Dude. Before those, there were these big old bulbs, and and then in the '90s, they the frosty lights came out too, Ooh. and then like the the dancing lights that like do like the whatever. So instead of just like picking one of them, my dad. Every year, as more lights came out, he would put up everything. So you had like half the house, half the house had big bulbs, half the house had little frosty flakes. Then you had like the little the twinkle doves over here doing everything. I mean, it looked so ghetto. And I remember like when the bus would come in the morning, like my dad was, oh, let me turn the lights on. And he would run and turn the lights on before the bus got there. And we were so embarrassed. We used to walk to the neighbor's house, but we don't know them. That ain't our house. And so the most embarrassing thing was one day I was hanging out with one of my friends who's in ministry, and, and I was I was making fun of my dad's Christmas lights. I was like, man, he, he had those old ghetto lights. He had big old bulbs, and he had the flash of things. And she was like, that's what I have in my house. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. My bad. I mean, I guess it looks okay. <laughs> so that was the least favorite Christmas memory. I know. It's just, it's just different. What would you say, Father Josh, is the best video you've watched on YouTube recently? Ooh, What's the best video that you've watched on YouTube recently? So the best video... Your th- favorite. Gosh. Um, yeah, so my favorite video on YouTube that I've watched recently 
would either have to be um, there's a new mass video that just came out. Um, it's this beautiful video on the mass, and it shows you know, Bishop Barron? no some production company I've never heard of, but I'll show it to you later. But basically, it shows the angels during the offertory go to the altar, and it shows the angels singing the holy, 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 and it it shows the priest becoming Jesus at the consecration. It's just super beautiful. It's, I'm a, I'm gonna show it at my church um, one of these Sundays. Absolutely beautiful, and it's a great way to, to teach people, to show people. And it was done with great quality, too, so I don't know who they are, but I was like, man, shoot, I wish I had that idea. It was, it was absolutely beautiful, so that's probably one of them. And then also, I like to watch a lot of like evangelical ministers preach on YouTube, and so like I watch their testimonies and stuff. And so uh, I saw a Christine Kane one recently that was really good. Uh, Jackie Hill Perry, awesome, Francis Chan, that, that old crew. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I, I just always enjoy watching um, those videos as well. What about you? What was your favorite YouTube video that you've seen in the past mm, two weeks? Um, well, I like to I like to study a lot of things, and one thing I've been fascinating about is the um, the latest research on brain science and attachment theory, and how our attachment theory, our attachment style, is you know set even in the womb, and all, you know how we progress, and then also how our attachment style affects us the rest of our lives. So I've been listening to just several different scientists lately, some Christian and some non Christian, just about the brain and how the brain heals itself, and mm-hmm. one particular. Um, psychiatrist who's also a Christian was saying of how what brain science is revealing now, even in the last 20 years, which is unprecedented of how the neurons can be regenerated and how neural pathways are reformed that no matter what has happened in your life that it doesn't, it's not the end of the story and your brain can actually heal itself and form new neural pathways the more that um, trauma is released and also the memories are, are um, healed and how we also choose, like St. Paul says and this is, saying, this is what God has been saying to us all along, like St. Paul saying, that be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And he said, how do you think that happens Mm. it literally happens in your brain and science is proving it that what what happened in your story as a young person as that is healed that it actually can create new protein in the brain and new neural pathways where you can choose to live differently so i just find that i just find that Mm -hmm. endlessly fascinating just in my own story and also journeying with so many people and hearing so many stories so i like that i like ben shapiro i enjoy listening to ben shapiro so smart and just kind of like i like jordan peterson and just different i believe bishop Barron at times um but yeah i just i'm a total nerd like that i like to listen to a lot of lectures and a lot of talks that's awesome that's awesome all right. Uh, I think it's your turn to ask. No, wait, did you just ask me that one? Okay, my turn to ask you, right? What is your favorite book that you're reading right now? Oh. Well, actually, the one of the books I'm reading right now is by one of those um, psychologists, and it's called the, I believe it's called The Soul of Shame, and the the role that shame plays in our lives and how it plays out in our brains and how shame is healed. And so, like, the biblical narrative of shame and just very interesting of how all of us experience shame in our life and whether it's everything from, like, we fear we're not adequate enough or we feel like we're unlovable. And even in every, you know, during certain moments of the day, we experience shame. Like, somebody says something to us or they look at us funny and just the automatic, like, feeling of, like, oh, my gosh, you know. So he said the healing of shame doesn't come from denying it and it doesn't come from um, pretending it's not there. He said, actually, the healing of shame, because what it does is shame makes us want to go inside and isolate and kind of hibernate within ourselves. And he says, it's actually counterintuitive, but how shame is healed is by opening up to somebody that you love and you can trust and having them come into that area of shame and it actually is dissipated and it's healed. Mm-hmm. So he said, it's counterintuitive because many times when we feel ashamed, we want to, we don't want to tell anybody or we want to run and hide. But he said, it's actually when we choose not to do that and we go to the Lord and we go to other people who can trust and tell them like, this is what just happened to me. And I just had this experience last week. Um, a dear mentor of mine, Dr. Bob Schutz is one of my favorite people. He, we were talking about something in my very life that I was struggling with shame with. And he, I was, 
able to tell him and he just received me there mm. and just loved me there and spoke the truth to me there. And it was a major healing. And so it's really true. So that, that book is fascinating. It's called, it's called The Soul of Shame. Um, I can't remember who it's by, but we can figure that out. So I, I want to affirm that. Uh, I was, um, we talked earlier about my spiritual director and I was saying like my favorite spiritual director, the one who helped me grow in Christ the most uh, was a spiritual director who I went to. And in the very first session of spiritual direction, I gave him everything. Mm. I mean, and I was, and I just thought that he was going to see all my mess and be like, yeah, I was in seminary. Like you might not want to be a priest, but like he entered into the mess with me and just loved me like a father. And it was the most healing experience ever. Cause it's certainly healing when the Lord Jesus Christ sees us in prayer. And like, but then whenever a member of the body of Christ also sees us, um, kind of like in marriage, you know, you're, you're vulnerable with someone else. That's profoundly, profoundly healing. Um, and so uh, that is a book I definitely want to check out now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Father? What are you reading right now that you love? Right now I'm reading. Uh, so You've got tons of books. Can we just say, <clears throat> listeners, y'all can't see this, but he's got books on every table in this place, like all over, all kinds of really, really good books. Yeah, I love to read. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like to read because I like to write. And so I like to have... Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm back in school. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, favorite book right now is a book uh, called Catherine Drexel. Uh, the... What's it about? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's another one of those uh, brides of Christ who are like uh, in heaven. She's legit, yeah. And uh, what did I say? An- oh, anointed. Um, yeah, and you're like... Uh, Somebody's rolling their eyes at you, Catherine Drexler, right now. <laughs> she saw that. You know that, right? She could see that. Uh, <laughs> she might not be able to read your mind, but she could see your face. No, so uh, Catherine Drexel, the richest to rag story of an American Catholic saint. And so basically, um, as you know, I, I feel called by God uh, in this time to heal the racial divide in the church in America um, and to help uh, brothers and sisters uh, form intentional disciples across the cultural um, lines that sometimes we don't do in American uh, Catholicism. And so I've been, uh, I actually had a dream about her one night. It was uh, weird. I had a dream at like, 2 a.m. I don't know when I don't know when the dream was, but at 2 a.m. I woke up and it was, she was on my heart, and so I googled her and began to read the most amazing stories about the work that she did for Native Americans, African Americans. Um, but also reading this book, I she's so just like you meet somebody you're like wow, like that's like you're like my my sister. Yeah. Uh, she has a her profound love for the Eucharist, for the Blessed Sacrament. Um, and she would spend hours with Jesus. And uh, and then from that, from her intimacy with Christ, came her passion for justice, for racial justice, um, and for trying to to make uh, right what was wrong in this country. And so I just feel like she's probably like taking me on more as a mother, you know, and she's trying to mother me right now and help me to um, continue the work that, that God began in her, um, just in a new way. And so that's the book I'm reading right now. And it's really, really amazing just to see her heart and how, how pure she was and uh and yeah just how she relied on the lord for everything and he always came through uh, but my favorite book though is called island of the world oh i've heard of that michael o'brien yeah. a michael o'brien book yes those right. are formidable those are like so that one is like if you want to grow in detachment and spiritual life and just uh trusting that jesus christ is sufficient and god is enough then that is the book for you uh, his other good book is father elijah mm-hmm. um very good and then I cried when I read, I think, Strangers and Sojourners. Okay, yeah. There's a couple I cried through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He has some tearjerkers. Uh, but, uh, and I read Elijah in Jerusalem. I thought it was okay. I wasn't like blown away by it. But it was still something I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. 
Who would you say, my spiritual director often says that um, saints choose us. He said, we think we choose saints, but he said, actually, saints choose us, and saints have a certain assignments, and angels have certain assignments, right, to help us get to heaven. So, Father Josh, right now in your life, you know, this Advent season, and as we prepare for Christmas, and would you say, which saint is choosing you right now? Uh, right now, St. Joseph. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you and I both worked with Father Mark Toops on yeah. the Rejoice Advent Meditations with Joseph, and um, and when we worked on that, uh, it was it was powerful but now that i'm actually like every day walking yeah. with joseph and just in his interior life and his love for our lady and uh, i'm just so grateful for father mark tubes first of all for yeah. being docile to the spirit to write this this program mm-hmm. i really believe that joseph is drawing me to just draw close to him and imitate him in my walk toward eternity in the ways that he imitated god uh, he was a beautiful man a beautiful man a holy man he loved the word. He loved the word of God. And um, I I love the Eucharist. I love the word. And um, I can love the Eucharist and the word more, mm-hmm. certainly. But but yeah, just like his relationship with Mary, he's teaching me so much um, about the way he loved her. And he, on her, especially what Father Mark pointed out, on her terms. And so like as I was praying with that recently, I was like, how do I love the church? My bride is the church. That's my bride. She is a she. It's not an it. It's a she. The church is she. And how do I love her on her terms? My bride, my people. Um, that God has appointed me to serve, especially here at Holy Rosary. Um, but then beyond, how do I love the Church Universal on her terms as well? And then, um, and how do I love God on his terms too? You know, like God, like I don't want to grasp and I don't want to like, you know, I want to be, I want to be docile and, and love you the way that you want to be loved. And so, so Joseph is certainly uh, accompanying me in a new way. And he always does on and off. Like he comes and goes um, in different seasons. Uh, he came years ago whenever you and I, uh, when I was in seminary and we were hanging out uh, years ago, I remember um, Joseph was because of my my friendship with you. Joseph was was very very present to me. Uh, nice. yeah, yeah, I'll tell you off the podcast. That, that ain't Charles' business. Look, look, <laughs> they, they, this ain't dear diary. Like it's like you think you know, but you have no idea. This is the diary of Father Josh and Sister Miriam. No, it ain't. So mind your business. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Joseph is my man right now. What about you? What saint is in your life? I was just going to say the same thing. I was going to say St. Joseph also, yeah, in a new way. And I think that was very special to work with Father Mark in that series. And the yes, um, where Joseph, how Joseph loves and the goodness of his heart and just how it, he's integrated and whole and he's continuing to love. And I think that particular chapter as well where Father Mark Toops talks about Joseph loving Mary on his, on her terms. And there was a particular, I think it's Sunday for the second week of Advent where Father Mark writes about how He's not taking from her and he's not grasping at her and he's accepting her and loving her as he is. And he, then he said, it just, it actually made me cry. He said, when we love somebody, we accept, we love them as they are and we allow them to unfold, like unfold over time mm. and allow their hearts to unfold over time. And how often in our friendships, our relationships with people, we want, we can see certain things in people and we know it's in there and we want to pull it out of them or we want them to like reveal it. And I'm just learning more and more like the art of loving is, um, loving people and being safe for them and allowing them to unfold their hearts if they choose to do so and inviting, but also being p- living people of totally free um, because of the, of the sacredness of their soul. And so that was just so beautiful. And and Mary's not grasping at Joseph's affection either, yeah. and she's not striving, and she's she's living her life in the Lord and that beautiful covenant that they have, the beautiful um, relationship and the beautiful love that they have for one another is just captivating. So I, yeah, and it just, I consecrated my whole year to St. Joseph and mm-hmm. I just, you know, it was 
wondering like at this time of my life and kind of where I am, like if I just spent the whole year with St. Joseph, like what would happen a year from now? Mm. So I'm excited to, wow. to see how this man is going to come into my life and just shape me as a father, as a brother, as like, in a sense, like a bridegroom, so to speak, right? As we, as I take the heart of our lady and just to see how he will mold me and shape me and help me to become a better woman and to love better as well. So so beautiful. Mother Adela Galindo is one of um, my spiritual uh, mothers. Yeah. And um, and years ago, I think it was at my ordination, at my right before my first Mass Thanksgiving, and we were talking, and she said that um, God is a mystery, right? And the proper disposition of a mystery is just to sit in the presence of the mystery in silence mm. and allow the mystery to reveal himself over time. And because we, as people, are made in the image of God, we're made in the image of a mystery. Mm. And so the proper disposition... This position before each other is also to just sit there in silence and allow the mystery over time to unfold and to reveal. You know, so it's just a very beautiful posture to have as um, disciples of the 21st century. Okay, we're gonna do one more thing and then we're gonna wrap up. So, okay, your turn. Okay, what is your favorite Advent or Christmas hymn? Ooh. Yeah. So I have a few of them. You know, Oh Come Oh Come is like mm-hmm. my jam, but. There's one uh, that Aaliyah, the R&B singer, she sang at Christmas in Washington back in the 90s. And um, it was it was actually the first time I ever heard it was when she sang it, you know, because growing up, I didn't go to church. As I, was, I grew up in the church, but I didn't go. Um, but I heard her sing it on, you know, whatever. And uh, it was this one. <clears throat> oh, dang, yo. Gonna... What child is this who laid? Do, 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 do. This I ain't not singing. This <laughs> this is the time. Uh, yeah, I can see. The, okay. Yeah. All right. What child is this? Oh, uh, the babe, the son of Mary. What about you? I like that one too. This. <laughs> I like that one too. There's so many. There's two that I really like that are a bit, a bit more obscure, and one of them is called "Once in Royal David City," and there's one by the London Boys Choir that sing that, and it's absolutely beautiful. And then, how does that go? I'm not going to sing it for you, but um, it's very beautiful. And then there's another one where I can't remember the title of it now. It's like "Most Highly Favored Lady." Oh yeah, no, that one. That's a gorgeous one yeah. too, which is very obscure. And so I love all the common ones, and I, you know, I love Christmas music. And but like those two, especially "Once in Royal David City" and that other one that I can't remember the name of it, but like "Most Highly Favored Lady," I just love that Gloria. Yeah, so so beautiful. Yes, well, I'm so excited. So, anyways, this has been a great gift to be with you. Uh, very rare because we're both so busy. But this year we've seen each other like four times and then we're going to see each other again in a couple weeks at SLS. Yeah, uh, so we're both, yeah, we're yeah, both going to be in Phoenix. So that's going to be great fun. And Michelle and Heather will be there as well. So I get to see them and which should be a lot of fun. So anyways, uh, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your Advent season and Christmas season. Probably going to take a break for a couple of weeks um, so that I can uh, enter into the season with my bride here at Holy Rosary. Uh, but in the beginning of the new year in January, we're going to be back at it with some brand new shows. So hit us up with some more questions for us to address in the coming year that can help you, me, and the rest of our community grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ and our walk toward eternity. Uh, let's pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we love you and we are so grateful for you. 
for the gifts that you have bestowed upon us in our lives and our walk toward eternity. I ask that you give us the grace to reverence the gifts that you have given to us, to behold those gifts that you have allowed us to experience um, so that we can uh, be changed by them, be transformed by them into vessels that can receive your love, into vessels that can receive the intimacy you desire for us, the freedom you desire for us, to receive you, to receive you in the ways in which you desire to share yourself with us as we continue to, to grow in our love for and with you. Draw us, Lord. Draw us to you now. Draw us to you always. Draw us to you in the kingdom of heaven. Call us by name. You are the bridegroom. We are the bride. We desire to come. We desire to come to you now. We ask this prayer, Father, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. All right. Well, Sister Miriam, I look forward to the mission tonight. Um, and thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. It's so much fun to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. God bless. Bye. <laughs>